Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Tuesday Tips brought to you by the Hunt, Lift, Eat podcast. I'm Carter and uh, tonight we have a crew here from across the U.S. and we're talking deer hunting. We're talking specifically uh, the rut. It's the beautiful month of November uh, where magic can happen or in Bobby and I's case not happen. So let's jump right into it. We're not going to waste any time. Uh, we're talking deer and uh, Bobby's here. What's up, Bobby? What's going on, Carter? How are we tonight? Well, not killing any deer, man. I don't know. It's just we were just talking, you know, pre-lobby. I guess we'll talk about it. It's <laughs> the weather is insane. You were saying how it's eighty degrees in Georgia, and I'm like, dude, it's fucking eighty degrees in New Jersey right now. <laughs> like it's just unheard of. And uh, I went the other day, and for the first time, uh, the first time ever in November, I had my thermosel on. I couldn't believe it. It was uh, absolutely <laughs> wild to me. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll go ahead and introduce our other guests here I, I reckon it's probably been pretty warm in uh in north carolina as well so we got perry joining us tonight and we also got brant team member brant freeman joining us tonight so what's going on guys not much man good to good good to be here yeah okay. yeah same to, i'm glad to be here too man it's uh it's been a few weeks since i've done done this so excited to see y'all and excited to talk a little bit on heck yeah man uh yeah how things been in in y'all's neck of the woods perry Dude, it's been, it was warm as shit today too. It was pushing 80 degrees here. Um, this weekend was, was warm and rainy. I was unfortunately feeling under, under the weather myself, so I didn't get a chance to hunt. Um, but it's been, it's been unseasonably warm. Um, looks like a cold front is just around the corner though. So looking forward to that. Yeah. And how about you, Brent? Yeah. So I'm out in uh, central Arkansas and it's been, last week was really warm, um, but this past weekend, we had a nasty storm come through. This week, it's been a little more 50s and 60s, and we're looking at lows in the 30s and 20s this weekend. So looking like the right time to make some magic happen, hopefully. Nice. Yeah, so it's cooling off for you. That's good. Yeah. Looks like all of us are going to have a, a cold front coming in this weekend, which should be, uh, you know, all signs point to at least a step in the right direction. Yeah, finally. For sure. Yeah, I know everyone's waiting. It's unseasonably warm and dry until recently, so. Heck yeah. So let's go around the horn here. Let's talk, uh, you know, let listeners know where you're located at um, and tell us a little bit about the rut in your your area, kind of what's normal, what what's what the projections are, um, when you definitely have to be in the stand, and uh, hit us with your tip. So, Bobby, you want to kick us off here? Of course I do. So uh, I'm from the great state of New Jersey over here in the Northeast. And normally, I'd say right around this week would be high areas of I'm freezing. And I guess it's kind of a good thing of Facebook memories. It shows you like all the times you were hunting the last past year or this week. And I was bundled up, freezing my ass off and cold. And now I'm in sandals and fucking the lightest clothes I could possibly have have ticks on me and my thermostat. So weather is definitely playing a huge part like everybody else into uh, my area right now. Um, I had, you know, we had a couple days last week, maybe one day where it got colder. I had a lot of activity going on and uh, a lot of bucks out. And I don't know if you saw it, Carter, or any of you guys, but I saw it posted to two bucks going at it head to head on my trail cam. First time I had them going. Um, even the small guys were going crazy. So we had that, and then all of a sudden the heat wave came, and poof, everybody disappeared, everybody vanished, and not even a raccoon was coming out to eat anything. I couldn't believe it. I was I was dumbfounded. 
uh, right around this area, this time, I mean, we're usually slammed with uh, grunting and everything going on in the woods. And I mean, I went out the other night and uh, because it was so warm, I was like, well, the only thing I can really do is just rattle and grunt my ass off because they're not going to get up for anything. So tried it, nothing back. And and I'm feeling it now and I cannot wait for this cold snap. That's for sure. Because uh, it, um, it's hurting me. <laughs> getting depressed over here right now i'm really <laughs> getting depressed <laughs> you know what's funny is like i keep notes like on my phone like uh when i'm hunting i'll keep notes and the date and stuff so i can go back each year and kind of see like when are good dates and just what was going on and this week last year like the first week of november it was like november 2nd and it was like bucks fighting in the food plot in front of me uh, 11 does and, you know, six bucks, uh, you know, giant buck comes out, you know, 20 minutes before shooting light ended, uh, whatever more bucks making scrapes and rubs and then fighting. And like, it's been zero, right. I've only seen yeah. deer twice out of every time I've hunted. It's just been almost non-existent this year. So it's funny that, you know, you talk about the, the memories, like it used to be freezing and now it's, now it's hot. Like, uh, it shows that it's not all dependent on uh, a particular date, right? A lot of things have to align for for things to get good. Yeah, I mean, even like I, I'm one of those guys that checks Rutcast and all that stuff like hourly, and I'm sitting there just like refreshing, like hoping like something's going to change magically or something. And I'm like, all right, maybe the moon phase will change overnight that I don't know about. Maybe we'll go from a full moon to like, you know, a half a moon or something. I don't know. I'm always hopeful that there's something, a barometric pressure is going to drop or something. I I mean, it's just, it's just been wild to me. And I'm just trying anything I can right now to uh, shake something up. And it's just been hard. And uh, I, I think it's definitely been a season. I mean, I've seen plenty of deer. I just can't get them into me. I can't get them to do anything because they're just, I think they're even fucking confused of the weather right now. They're like, it's 80 degrees and I'm horny. I don't understand it. <laughs> it's like spring break, dude. Yeah. It's definitely <laughs> going on right now. Yeah. Perry, what do you got going on in your neck of the woods, man? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's been... It's been similar. I will say we've had uh, so Evan and I were up at the family farm last weekend, and we've had we've had a little bit more um, rutting activity. I'd say it, it, like pre rut. Um, so you know, end of October for us is typically when you know those scrapes are like kind of at their peak. Um, and last weekend we we still saw plenty of activity on the scrapes, but it, it looked like they were the bucks were starting to move off of the scrapes somewhat and start actually you know following the does a little bit. Um, the buck that Evan ended up shooting last weekend, nice eight pointer. Uh, I had actually seen the previous day, um, kind of chasing a doe, um, not really dogging her, just, you know, staying within, within easy, um, eyesight of her. And, uh, then he was doing the same thing the next morning that Evan shot him. So it looked like, you know, kind of that pre-rut activity where they're starting to, to, you know, identify those does that may be coming into estrus early, and, you know, I wouldn't call it a true lockdown, but certainly, you know, having that, having that, um, that close presence and that, you know, keeping, keeping up to date on them. So now as we are here in the first week of November, even with the warmer weather, um, I'll say I am down to one functional cell cam on the farm. 
I've lost two cell cameras this year to freaking bears, which has been a bummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm I'm fucking pissed, man. I'm I'm I've got a vendetta against these bears now. We need to go. We need to go stick some bears up there because they're they're costing me money on my cell cams. But what do they um, do just just tear them up. Yeah, man, they're just curious. You know, they go up to them and they play with them and they knock the freaking antennas off. And the next thing you know, you don't get pictures on your cell phone anymore. Like you know, it's like you're living <laughs> back in the in the 1900s. <laughs> the last picture is like the bear's mouth. That's all you get to fucking yeah. see. That's yeah. Dude, it's it's pissing me off. So anyway, I'm I'm down to one functional cell cam. Um still been getting, you know, plenty of does coming through and the smaller bucks have been been on the does, but it, it seems like the uh the buck activity in particular, the the mature buck activity with this heat the past few days has has been non existent. I shouldn't say non existent, but but um, very minimal during the during the daylight. So I'm hoping that once we get this cold front rolling through, um, that's really going to jumpstart the rut. You know, I think there's there's right in the thick of that pre-rut activity right now, and we get some core temps here in the next few days. And I think these bucks are going to get on their feet and they're really going to start dogging the does. And um, I think we're gonna I think we're gonna be you know I think rut's right around the corner. Yeah, hell yeah! I saw you nodding your head, Brant. What are th- what are things going on uh, in in our Arkansas world? Yeah, I mean, honestly, very similar to everything Perry just said. I think so. I haven't spent a lot of time hunting in Arkansas. You know, it's my first year here, but Central Arkansas. I'm about 20 miles north of Little Rock, and it's definitely a pre-rut type activity. A lot of young bucks chasing and you know feeling frisky and stuff like that. But I do think that we're right on the cusp of it being like prime time. So. Just like everyone else said, with the cold front moving in, uh, I'm going to hit it hard this week, especially this weekend. And, you know, it's, I got a four-day weekend thanks to a veteran today. So I'm going to hit it hard as much as I can. But I think uh, most of the state can vary, you know, depending on what time of year it is and how deep in the rut it is. Very similar to Georgia. You know, how I grew up hunting was up in Forsyth County is a lot different than down south Georgia. So kind of figuring out as I go. I'm in a lot of Facebook groups of local Arkansas hunters and you know they that's probably the best place to get your information from is just you know where the deer moving or uh are the butts chasing yet all that kind of stuff but like i said i really think that we're right on the cusp of it being prime time so i'm gonna hit work this weekend and i hope that i really get you know get it going and get it get some good luck and see something big so i'm excited yeah heck yeah and, uh, you know, let's jump into our let's jump into our tips here for it kind of sounds like we're all in uh, similar situations here. Um, I'll kick it off just kind of reiterating everything that we've all mentioned here, like with the with the warmer weather. Um, you know, my tip this week, like in Georgia, it's been hot as heck, man. I was sweating the other morning in the stand like uh, it was it was wild. Right. There were like there were mosquitoes again. I'm like, what is happening? It's like November 6th. What are we doing here? Um, so I would say like, don't let the warm weather, like, don't let it frazzle you too much. Don't let it, don't let it bother you. Uh, keep, keep making the sits and, you know, sit the right stand. Um, keep putting the hours in, um, you know, as long as you're hunting, I mean, the deer are still there, right? They're not, it's not like they disappear. Um, and it's not like they're waiting for like something magic to happen. You just need to be there when it's, when it's time. Um, so put the hours in and hunt in the right spots, right? Be in the right stand, control the things that you can control. So, you know, be sure you're hunting downwind of doe bedding areas. Um, like up here where you have some topography up in Delanago where I can hunt. I like to hunt saddles. Um, do you like to cruise those like midday? 
Um, so, you know, just be hunting smart and play the wind and, you know, uh, Perry, your farm's awesome. Cause there's so many like pinch points and, and funnels between all the topography there. Like, you know, just play the, play the, you know, safe card and, and be in the spots where you need to be. And then, uh, you know, hopefully with this weather as well, it'll really kick things off as long as you're in, in uh, in the right spot there. So yeah, especially downwind of, uh, doe bedding areas. That's your, that's your best move right now. I, I would say. So that's, that's my tip this week. Yeah, man, I like that. And I, I in particular like what you said about, you know, playing it safe to an extent, but also, you know, still get out there. I mean, like you said, just because the weather has been warm or rainy or whatever, like, you know, as these deer are in that pre-rut <clears throat> phase and, and preparing to transition into full rut, I mean, they're still, they're still taking inventory of the scrapes, right? They're still taking inventory of, of which does are in the neighborhood, which does are going to be coming into estrus you know, first, and they're still doing all the things that deer do. They're just doing them a little bit differently, maybe because weather's a factor, right? So, you know, maybe it's not the time to go hit that, that super aggressive set. Um, but you know, if you can get out of work or you get a weekend or whatever, you know, don't let it be a factor. The deer out there are still doing their thing and, um, yeah, you know, play it safe, be smart. I like what you said there, Carter. Um, I'll, that kind of ties in pretty well to my tip. So I'll just go ahead and jump in here. Um, it's, with with the warmer weather that we've had, I don't know if you guys have noticed the same things. I'm guessing so, given given what you've mentioned so far. We had a couple of light frost up in the mountains of, of southwest Virginia a couple of weeks back um, when the weather first started changing. But now that it's been warm, you know, my what I noticed when I was up there uh, last weekend was a lot of those kind of late summer and early fall food sources that I would be expecting to kind of be, you know, starting to peter out now due to the frost that I would have expected to have are still kind of lingering. So a lot of the, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the stuff that's in our food plots that I would have expected to get burned a little bit by the frost, um, still there, still nice and green. Um, you're still getting active growth in even some of our clovers, um, some of the, some of the, uh, the, um, cereals and the, and the, and the grasses that were in the food plots, and the brassicas as well. Um, obviously, those are, are still doing just fine. So a lot of those, it seems like to me, a lot of those kind of um, food sources are extending a little bit further here into the uh, the rut time than I would have, you know, would normally expect. So use that to your advantage. Like you said, Carter, downwind of doe bedding will when in the evenings, um, in particular on these warmer days, where are those does going to be going from that bedding? They're going to be going to that that green food, and if it's still green right now because you haven't had that hard frost, then use that to your advantage. That's where the does are going to be. And now that we're, you know, pre-rut and approaching full rut, the bucks are going to be where the does are. So go find those, you know, those travel corridors, those rut funnels from that bedding to that, that food that might still be, you know, really, really good source right now and hunt the bucks like you hunt the does. Um, that's kind of what I would have, uh, been planning on doing this weekend had I hunted and until we get a few hard frosts that really change the, uh, the food dynamic, um, with still having some of that green food available. Um, that's going to be my strategy for, you know, for at least the next, the next little while here until we, until we get some of that significantly colder weather. So yeah, that's my tip. That's good, man. That ties in super well. Brian, what do you got for us, man? Yeah, a lot of great information, y'all. Um, my tip is going to be, it's funny you mentioned, you know, pinch points, funnels, 
saddles, all that kind of stuff. I was talking to my dad about it earlier and he, you know, kind of mentioned the same thing. And we got to talking about a great tip, I think, is try and get it out in the, in the woods as much as you can. Um, you're just really going to increase your chances of killing a really nice deer, you know, during the rut. I mean, if you, whatever excuse you can find to, whether it be with family or work or whatever it may be, um, if you get out into the woods, I think that your chances of killing a good deer are exponentially increased. I know in the past, all the years I've hunted in Georgia, I think every really nice deer I can remember us killing on the farm I grew up hunting was during the rut. Um, so I'd say double down, you know, if you spend any time of year out in the woods, you know, if you, if you plan on hunting 10 days, like if you can make eight or nine of those days during the rut, I think you got a good shot at killing something big. So that, that'd be my tip is just try to get out of the woods as much as you possibly can. I know that's nice sounding. We all want to be out of the woods all the time, but like now is like no excuses, make it happen. Uh, catch a, you know, a big buck kind of losing his senses and, and getting a little dangerous and, you know, not covering his tracks like he usually does. That's, that's what I would say. Hell yeah. Suck it up and log the hours, man. I missed the biggest deer I would have ever had the opportunity at because I was hung over on my couch one Sunday afternoon. Uh, and I, after I checked cameras, I was like, holy shit. I'll text you guys a picture of it. Uh, it's actually hanging on my neighbor's wall because he killed it. Um, <laughs> and I was hung over on my couch, dude. No excuses. Play like a champion. Go out there and log the hours, man. You're exactly right. That's wild. Yeah, I don't I don't go over there anymore. Yeah. I think my tip's gonna be uh be sober. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't be like Carter. Uh just be drunk of the whole rut. There you go. Yeah, that's it. Just don't yeah, don't sober up. <laughs> so so I guess my uh my little itty bitty tip here that's gonna kind of piggyback off of all your guys' stuff is uh even this this doesn't go just for the rut, it goes for all seasons. Um, download an app that you can actually see all the barometric pressures, all the wind movement, uh, whether it's hunt wise or, well, I mean, there's, there's Drury reports. There's a million different things that you can actually look at. I, I would definitely pay close attention to that and the wind movement. Um, and then when you're in the off season, don't, don't make the mistake of having a blind or a stand set up in two different wind patterns. Try to Try to think of all different wind patterns. This way you can have multiple sit spots to sit during the rut so you don't get busted. Uh, I learned that the hard way this year that I sit in the same stand and I'm getting winded three times now. So, uh, yeah, speaking speaking from my reference here myself. Yeah, I like that, man. I was actually listening to a, a, a podcast the other day and he was talking about that. And, uh, you know, you find those good rut funnels this time of year, you know, on those known you know, doe bedding to feed patterns, you know, don't just have one set, have a couple of different options. You know, if, if you're hunting with the saddle, then, you know, that's a little bit, a little bit easier, but you still have to have to, you know, do a little bit of scouting to identify, okay, this, this is going to be my, my setup for this win. This is how I'm going to pivot. If I have a, you know, completely contradictory win, have, have options for those, you know, those prime spots so that if the wind's not perfect, that you can, you know, you can have a plan B. Yeah. And even funnels change mid rut or something like that. Like I had, you know, I, I thought I was in the high traffic area and for some reason this year, they're just moving their way 20 yards further than I anticipated now. And now I'm like, well, fuck now they're out of range. So always right. have a plan B. <laughs> and yeah. So I feel bro. like we've all been guilty of, uh, 
especially if you like drive to like where you're gonna hunt i'm like fuck it i'm gonna go get in the stand anyway i know the wind's not great but like forcing it you know yeah even though i know better like i feel like everybody's done that and like i still do it sometimes but i'm like hey you know we'll see what happens i came all this way like i I got up (coughs) drove all the way to delanaga like i might as well you know so the other day, I was literally pouring sweat in my ground blind with the bad wind. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Like, there's no <laughs> point in being here. But I'm still there, and I'm sitting here sweating my ass off for no reason. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Uh, anybody got any closing thoughts for us? Get out there. Get out there. Other yeah, than good make luck. it happen. Yeah, make yeah. it happen. Well, good luck. Brent, I want to see a big Arkansas slob that you toast this week, man. Oh, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be pumped, man. Honestly, yeah. it would be. Uh, I mean, I'd be happy with, you know, anything really. But uh, yeah, something big would be nice. So, are you hunting a lot of public out there? Yeah, right now I'm I'm hitting only public, and uh, yeah. so a lot of them are archery only. And if they do have like a modern gun, it's like a weed. Yeah. Um. So I'm just gonna try to hit it hard. You know, probably probably stay pretty mobile. Maybe bring my climber and see what happens. But I got one of the dudes I work with. I'm going out with, and we're just gonna double down and just try to make something happen so nice yeah these one week rifles seasons are so different from georgia man <laughs> yeah it's crazy. weird it's very weird and uh, archery yeah. goes from like september to february too without any yeah. breaks and yeah. i think most people here too once once duck season rolls in man you know people in arkansas love to duck hunt uh, i think that's probably also a good time to, to hit public land hard because all everyone's going to be hitting the swamps and, and the fields so we'll see yeah. what happens Nice man, Perry. Yeah, dude. Just uh, echo what these guys said. Get after it. Um, it's that time of year. It's you know, it's that. It's what we. It's what we dream about. So yeah, yeah. This is make the it, month. Make it. This is the month. Make it happen, right? Yeah, for sure. Make it happen. Yeah. Good luck to everybody. Good luck to you guys. Good luck to all our listeners. Uh, we'll be checking in from other parts of the country with some team members around the U.S. and. Um, guys who hunt deer other than whitetail as well. We're going to check in with some mule deer hunters um, and see what the ruts got cooking up. I'm heading to Montana on Tuesday to hopefully go uh, chase a mule deer buck during the rut in Montana as long as I can find one. And, uh, yeah, we'll report back. So, as always, listeners, we appreciate the hell out of you guys, and we'll talk to you next week.